0: welcome my name is Mary your mindset coach and you are listening to leveling up with love here we will explore and expand on thought management mindfulness and other actionable life strategies that will have you moving toward your desired results and outcomes on life we will cultivate a relationship with the most amazing person that you will ever meet. And that person is you. Hello and welcome and welcome back. We are on an incredible journey here. Thank you so much for sharing this time together. I'm so filled with love and joy hearing your feedback. And I'm honored that you're here with me. It's wonderful to know that the material is resonating with you and adding value to your daily existence. That is the goal. So let's get right back to it. If you've been listening along last week, we explored our beliefs and what you believe can be true for you. And even if this is your first time listening, welcome. And today is independent of the other weeks. However, they do sort of build upon each other. So if you have some time, you can go back and explore those. I'm hoping you're beginning to become more aware, those of you that have been moving along with me, or maybe open to thought work and the laws of attraction and expansion independently. And hopefully spending some time thinking about what your current beliefs are. Just beginning to notice them we've been discussing how our thoughts and thus our beliefs influence and create our reality we're just beginning to explore this which is essentially the law the law of attracting and the concept that we can manifest our deepest desires and outcomes through our thoughts and thus our actions and it is absolutely true and There's a lot more to it than simply stating what you want, closing your eyes and wishing once and then voila, it appears. You can visualize your future and absolutely create it and your present with consistent and intentional action. There are some key points, however, that often go unmentioned. We hear people say things like speak it into existence. I say it actually, and I know that there is truth to it bring in the win, right? There are some subtle yet successful strategies that help us to begin to make that an actual reality, to create that shift. We acknowledge the thoughts we have on repeat and begin to interrupt, disrupt, and update those that are no longer in support or in service of our greatest potential, of our highest potential. And that's what we're doing today with affirmations, another means for interrupting and disrupting those old thoughts that we have on default mode and beginning to create new thoughts and creating affirmations that support your reality as you expand into the highest version of yourself, the updated you, your best version of you. How we go from surviving to thriving in our own unique and amazing selves with really nothing more than a little adjustment to our thoughts. So firstly, what is an affirmation? To affirm means, according to the Goog, to state as a fact and to assert strongly and publicly. Okay. You may have already been exposed to the concept of affirmations or saying positive affirmations to help you get what it is that you'd like out of life or to think more quote-unquote positively. Instagram memes have a really funny way of making it look so simple in a post. Just say it over and over again and it will be true for you. Two things are incredibly important about affirmations as we're creating them and as we're stating them and repeating them to ourselves. First, they must be in the positive and the present. For example, I am, I create. And two, they must be believable for us. They must be believable for you in the present moment. So what do I mean by that? For example, saying the affirmation, I am enough. Right? Say that aloud right now for yourself. How does it feel for you? It is positive. It is present. I am enough. Does it ring true for you? For many of us, we've had on default an actual message of saying, I am not enough on repeat for a very long time. So to say I am enough kind of moves us into a neutral zone, right? And If that's not yet comfortable, we'll find a way to get from saying I am not enough to being I am enough and then moving on from there. So you see how we have to begin with a certain statement. We identify something that we're thinking on repeat that, again, is not necessarily supporting us, serving us, right? Like some of us, when we are on that default of I am not enough. Noticing it, disrupting it, interrupting it, and updating it with something that is going to serve our highest expression, which will support our higher self, our fullest potential. And sometimes it begins by simply moving to a neutral or even getting to that neutral. For example, I am enough. You'll know in your body if it feels true for you. when it feels true for you and then we go from there and creating and shifting and updating and so again we begin identifying the statements that you repeat to yourself that are no longer serving your current self how can you update those thoughts what is believable for you i am here i am present moving then to i am enough Through this process, we explore and expand. And again, awareness is the first step, right? So this is just the beginning. Amazing things are coming. Some of these thoughts we think and these messages we send ourselves developed between the ages of two and 16. Okay. A lot of them actually, in fact, most of them and just think about that for those of us that had any trauma in our childhood. I mean, these are the spaces where a lot of these messages are coming from. There's research that shows we begin to interpret the expression of our caretakers as young as five months old. We begin to interpret it, right, and make it mean something about us. And so can you see how this may be in need of an update? This is just encouragement for you to take this journey from a space and a lens of compassion and love. So much of what we're doing is surviving. It's our survival pattern. We have these thoughts, they're familiar, they keep us comfortable. The mind loves to go to what is familiar and comfortable. It's efficiency, it's protection, it's survival. So again, just Coming from a space of love and compassion for the self. Let's travel back up to that attic I talked to you about a few weeks ago. So, if you've ever had an attic, we're going back up into it. We talk about the attic as if we're going up into our mind. So, we're going to pull down those rickety steps, we're going to climb up those steps, and we're going to go inside our mind and just take a walk around. And if you have ever had any struggle with weight management or body image, so basically everyone by existing in this current society that we live in, you may have had or have thoughts about your body that are harsh and critical, right? I used to think terrible things about my body. And every time I would pass the mirror, put clothes on or went clothes shopping or bathing suit shopping, yeesh, right? Or put on a bathing suit. All oh, these thoughts I used to think. And so interesting because when I was younger, I thought it was just me, but as I, you become more aware of myself and I notice and clearly have conversations with others, you know, it's everyone for a variety of reasons in certain ways, it's feelings of not enoughness. It's very much part of our human experience. And so these thoughts that we have, some of these thoughts I spoke to for myself for the majority of my life, um, Hoping and praying that just one day I, if I could be quote unquote skinny, right? Everything would just be wonderful. And especially if I had like thinner and nicer legs, more shapely legs, like I thought everyone else had. That would just be the solution for everything. Why didn't I have those perfect legs? With all these imperfections. And so young too. It just seemed like everyone else was perfect. I don't know if anyone else felt this way and i have these really thick ankles thick ankles and i just remember being so ashamed of them Like i wouldn't wear anything above my ankles for for a really long time i would get so kind of upset with myself though and just place it inward that's my innate reaction that's my i suppose survival pattern trauma response is to go inward and just feel guilt and shame angry sometimes these ankles of mine that I now have learned to love because they hold me up the audacity really of being so hard on myself right this physical body that carries me from place to place and protects me I have a different view now we're going to talk about updating that in the weeks to come we spend a lot of time being when we spend a lot of time being thankful is the something i do very consistently now being thankful for the health and the strength in my body acknowledging what i do have what i do love so getting back to being up in the attic though we're walking around the attic now so i'm looking for these hidden messages and these old patterns and i stopped wearing shorts when i was like 10 years old i remember i had an aunt of mine and she commented one day so randomly, on the cellulite in my legs, and I was so young, I think that was like the last time I wore shorts. It's still a challenge for me. however, I do a lot more now than I used to. I wouldn't even go to the beach or pool parties because of just the sheer like horror of people having to see my body, constantly reinforcing the shame and guilt around them, my body, telling myself I'm not thin enough or you know not pretty enough to attend these events and not wanting to be compared. So heavy, right? I spend a lot of time journaling around this and forgiving both my current and former self for all the criticism and just learning to love and accept myself exactly as I am. That's my hope for you. I give myself a lot of hugs, actually. I would encourage you to do the same. This is something I discovered in this pandemic. It's just like giving myself a hug, you know, remembering that we're always doing our best. You can try it now. Just like rub your hands together, get together and get them a little warm. Put your right palm over your left bicep and your left palm over your right arm by your bicep and just give yourself a squeeze. Okay, you are enough, you are in fact enough, even if you also have thick ankles like me, which you'll learn to love too. Here's another one I remember back to my Weight Watchers days when the leader would say, Put a picture of who you want to look like on your fridge. The idea being that you would see this person that you would aspire to, right? And then that would want, that would keep you from overeating or whatever. And then you would lose weight, maybe make better choices. Like who did that work for? Did that work for anyone? Please message me and let me know if that works for you for more than like five minutes. I know for me it was just totally counterproductive. So basically, I would put a picture of like a gorgeous icon in my fridge, you know, like Sydney Crawford or maybe Janet Jackson. Love Janet Jackson, and clearly I'm an '80s baby. And every time I went to the get food or get something or even walk past the fridge, like I didn't even have to really be there for a reason, I would just get even more of this feelings of like depression, shame, guilt, knowing in every ounce of my body that I would never look like this person. Recognizing now that clearly didn't make any sense because I'm not that person, (laughs) right? And that's okay. You're you, I'm me. We all have value. And this strategy was just like not effective at all because what would you do? What would I do? I know I would just eat more because then I'd be like, oh, this is not, this is, I'm never going to look like this person, right? And then that brings you to those deeper feelings. And this was not effective in helping me achieve my natural weight. Why? Because not a single ounce of my beautiful self felt a bit of truth about ever looking like this person. I admired them. I thought they were beautiful. And in realizing I never look like them, it would make me feel even worse. And thus the cycle of guilt and shame and eating for the wrong reasons would ensue. So these images would just reinforce my feelings of not being good enough, not feeling good enough, and then getting even more down in my body and eating more. It was like a constant subliminal message to further exacerbate the already negative thoughts that I already had around my body. What I was supposed to quote-unquote look like. Right? I don't know if this worked for anyone. I'm so curious. Instead, we now recognize that we want to look like us if you don't feel like that just yet just stay with me instead of being told what we need to look like or what we should look like learning to love us and accept us and that is truly the most effective way to get to your natural weight to love and honor and cherish the physical body that we're in noticing and embracing and appreciating how much it does for us all that strength in our physical body. Okay, so I digress. Let us return to affirmations. And the point that I'm making here though, is that this was an ineffective practice because similar to when we create affirmations, we cannot go from having a thought that we are like totally discussing in our body, totally discussing in our body to repeating all day. Like, I love my body, I'm sexy, I'm fabulous all day and expect it will make a magical shift because it won't, right? So just like putting that picture of somebody or someone that you are not going to ever be or look like and not believing it because it's, well, clearly in that case, it wasn't true with the affirmations, we want to create affirmations that can ring true for us. So it's a very similar thing. In fact, if you've ever been around someone with like disingenuous self confidence you understand that false energy that exudes from those types of practices right from those statements like you just you feel it it's not genuine and when you say things to yourself if you've even tried to say things that you don't feel ring true for you you understand what i'm talking about so what if instead we started to identify what we did believe right So in this case, what do we believe are about our body? What if we started with an affirmation of love or even acceptance? If that is too much for you, what about an acknowledgement of your body as a means of efficiency or protection? What is important is that whatever it is that you're stating rings true for you right now. This process is ongoing, right? So we can always, we create our affirmations and then we update them as you evolve, as we expand and evolve, And become more aware as to our affirmations and the messages that we send to ourselves and the thoughts that we have, the language that we use to speak to ourselves. So for example, instead of putting a picture in your fridge of someone that you'll never look like or aspire to look like, what if you begin with a list of affirmations that you can believe, right? Or these, you can place them anywhere around your house. doesn't necessarily even have to be just about your body. Um... But it can be, you can start there. So beginning with something like, I have a body. I have a healthy body. I am capable in my body. I make decisions to support my body. I create my health. I eat to support my wellness. I create my health and wellness. I am in my body. I am thankful for this body. Again, it has to ring true for you, so this is something that you want to spend some time thinking about. Could even look think about something that you do love about your body. Start there. I love this about my body. Fill in the blank. I honor my body for all that it has done. Considering something specific. I honor my body for fill in the blank. You see what we're doing here? So instead of getting down on yourself for, you know, maybe stretch marks or things that you have on your body that typically you would look at with disgust, Just shifting that, I honor my body for whatever it is that created that for you. We're not just randomly blurting out affirmations that don't feel accurate. You see, we're creating affirmations that are in the present and the positive. Very important. In the present and in the positive that can be believable for you. When you speak them, you will know if they ring true for you. You will know when they ring true for you. Again, you are the authority on you always. You must create affirmations that ring true. You are the authority on you always. And it's a process. I am strong and powerful. I do, in fact, believe that affirmation now when I say it. It rings true for me. It feels good for me. So it works for me. I create my strength. I am enough. I am lovable because I exist. Right? So you can begin your affirmations I am, I create, I receive, I choose. For example, I choose health. I am open to. Switching gears from weight to say career, for those of you in career changes, instead of saying to yourself, I'm broke or I'm unemployed, beginning to affirm, I create new opportunity or I am open to new sources of income. Look for those opportunities. Look for those truths. Look for those things that you do believe, right? For those looking for love, sometimes we say to ourselves, switching from, I'm single. Ugh, right? It's like, so not supportive of looking for meaningful relationships. So I create meaningful relationships. I love that one. Or I am available and desirable. A coach of mine shared that with me once and I love it. I am open to new possibilities right so these are ways of shifting to being more open and receptive and when you believe these statements and you begin to look for evidence of them they will begin to be truer and truer for you i promise you that so for example with the looking for relationships or being open and receptive to relationships right as opposed to feeling alone or not having a certain specific type of relationship Looking at the meaningful relationships that we do have, what have you already created? What do you have? And how can you create that in other areas of your life by appreciating and embracing the meaningful relationships you currently have? As an aside, I also have Louise Hayes, Power Thoughts, which is in a recording, you can Google it on repeat, right? So I've been listening to that for probably about five years, if not more, whenever I need it. Whenever I need a reminder, at first I started listening to it once a day. It's just a recording of all positive affirmations. So if you need some support in creating them, that's available to you. When I travel, instead of letting thoughts of fear creep up, I remind myself I am divinely guided and protected. See how much better that feels? I say that every day on my way out the door. Do you see how beneficial that could be? This is such good work. I love doing this work. I love doing this for myself. I love, love, love doing this with clients and others. Just noticing those small and important strategies to help these ring true for you. They must be positive and present and believable. You are the authority on you. And everything that you need is already inside of you. Listen to that intuition. You already know. Take some time this week and Write out 10 affirmations that are in the present and positive. Just write them out revise them until they are positive present and true and believable for you and begin to repeat them i would highly encourage everyone to put them like on uh, sometimes i'll type them out print them out put them somewhere around my place or write them out on post-it notes and leave them everywhere just some random spots you know in your dresser drawer in your car like places that you look where you put your toothbrush so that when you see them at random, you just begin to repeat them to yourself. That's been very effective for me. All right, so begin that. Begin with that. I would encourage you to put also put on your list, I am enough, and if that doesn't ring true for you, let's do some exploring, do some journaling around that. What about I am open to the idea of being enough? Put this on your phone, as calendar items or alarms or reminders, like I said, I'm a little analog. Sometimes so I like to write them out, put them in places I'll see. I change it up depending on what I need. Have fun with these thoughts. Have fun creating these affirmations. Record them on your phone and play them when you need reinforcement. It's another good one, the recording tool on your phone. It's good to hear them, hear yourself say them to you. Very powerful. Very powerful. you're still here with me, I thank you. And I hope this was beneficial for you. Remember, we're thinking thoughts anyway, right? You're constantly feeding yourself messages all day. Just try something new. Try being in support of your highest expression. Give yourself permission to be your greatest advocate. You are allowed goodness, happiness, well-being, It's our birthright, beauties. It is. Speak it. Believe it. And it will be true for you. And so it is. With so much love and admiration. Until next time, be well. Thank you for sharing this time together. If you would like to continue to expand on thought work, mindfulness, and other actionable life strategies, connect with me at mary-howard.com, mary-howard.com. Schedule a discovery call. We will explore how one-to-one coaching will support you in continuing to level up on life, setting and achieving your desired outcomes.